Hey there, folks. Tuesdays with Stories is brought to you by Blue Chew. That's right. Having sex on Blue Chew is the way to go. It just puts your mind at ease. You know you're taken care of. You know you got the goods. It's a good way to make love. You can get more confidence in the bedroom, last longer, get a little more business going. Blue Chew's tablets offer the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, but in a chewable form. And if you don't like swallowing pills, this is for you. It works fast. You can take it day or night, save a ton of money compared to the name brands. Blue Chew is an online prescription service. That means no doctor's office or waiting in line. You can talk to a licensed medical provider and get a prescription online, and it ships right to your door in a discreet package. You know I love the Blue Chew, made in the USA, ships right to your door, special offer for the gays. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipment free when you use promo code TUESDAYS. Just pay $5 in shipping. Again, that's B-L-U-E-Chew.com, promo code TUESDAYS. Try it free. Get that dong up and working. Hey, Mark, fake banter for the intro. That's all I know how to do. Great. Good to be here. Welcome to Tuesdays with... Stories. Hit her in the face with a surfboard. And then the duck fell out of his bag. (laughs) Surf's up. And she didn't even flush. Knock, knock. Who's there? Mark Norman and Joe List. Yeah! This is Tuesdays with Stories, everybody. No, that's terrible. This is supposed to be cheesy. My radio is spitting at me. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Tuesdays with Stories. We are coming to you live from Greenwich Village, New York City, the hottest city in town. Come down and get your free Pepsi. All right, free Pepsi. When I was a kid, we used to drive to Florida. It was a big deal. And we'd go, and right when you hit Florida, you go to the Welcome Center and you got free Cokes. And it was the it was so exciting, like oh my god, we're getting a coke. Love a coke. Well, I, I told you when I was in Harlem, our uh, our refrigerator broke, and so mm. I told the landlord Mary, who was about 125 years old. Sure. And oh, Mary. I said, oh Mary. I said, uh, hey Mary, hey Mayor, the uh, refrigerator broke, mm. and she went, oh. Y'all want to put your Cokes in my fridge? Uh, and I said, this no. This is Harlem? This is in Harlem. Sounds like Kentucky. Well, uh, you know, whatever. Is that not a good black? Oh, I thought that was a like a southern old cunt, like a Kentucky fried coos. Well, sometimes black and southern is similar, right? Sure, sure. But Harlem, is uh, that's a thick New York. Y'all want to put my Cokes in a fridge? I can't. I, should, I feel like this is going to get ugly if yeah, I keep trying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're going full gone with the wind here. Shit. Y'all want to put your Cokes in my fridge? Damn, girl. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was something. Some kind of accent. I can't. I've never gotten any accent right other than maybe an Irish occasionally if I sing it. Irish is hard. Ah, oh, you fucking bloody mick. You don't know what the fuck you're talking about with your tiny dick. That's pretty good. It was, I heard a little Scottish in there. Yeah, it was a little. Uh, you know what I got to do? I got to, if I can sing it a little bit. I remember Dublin City in the rare old times. That's good. I, I want to, I want to, what is it? Cask and ale? Cask and flagon? Yes. That's a bar. God hates flagon. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I I, uh, I I remember the Coke pretty well. Harlem Fridge. And you just gave up soda. What's that you said? You know, well, you, you didn't just give up soda. Oh, 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 I see what you mean. I thought you meant uh, Dan Soder. I'm like, I talk to him occasionally, but. Yeah, well, he's bad for you. Uh, no, I, yeah, I gave it up. Toot sweet. 
smack dab, cold shoulder, yep. brown turkey, because uh. I had the reflux issue, and they said, you know, Coke is a thing, so I just cut it out about yeah. two and a half years ago. It was I went to John Mellencamp at the Beacon Theater, and that was wow. my last Coke. Wow. Good yeah. way to go out. Oh, yeah, here comes the goddamn cat. Out. This cat. Okay, cat Watch here. this. I'll get it to come over here with the condensation. Oh, wait. He loves liquids. He's yeah. a real cum guzzler. Well, he'd love uh, my uh, mother's pussy in the 80s. Sure. Those were the good wet years. <laughs> good, oh, See? he spotted it. Look he at this. Spot, he loves condensation. But he's moved on. Oh, now we go. Hey. I gave him an ice cube, but he really lapped it up. Do you ever trim the whiskers? Because the whiskers are, are longer than my cock on my best birthday. They're out of control. It's a problem. He's a little disheveled. We've trimmed other things, but the whiskers, they say if you cut them, it throws them off. They're like, because they actually balance you. I've heard that, yes. If you did, And the eyebrow hair, look at those look things. Look at that. It's like an old man in a, in, in a, a home. Trying to send back soup in a deli. I mean, <laughs> The sea was angry that day. My friend. Sorry, I went sip and you went text, oh, so we, sorry, we had some sorry. dead air there. I feel like everybody, isn't it funny you can kind of fuck with people? It's like uh, Andy Kaufman and shit, uh-huh. where like everybody was just tapping their headphones for a second. Like every single person listening just yeah. was like, oh shit, something happened. Uh, I but don't really, know. It wasn't that long, was it? That was a good, but you know, you and I, it's sure. like machine gun tits. <laughs> I so, love machine gun, great band. <laughs> so even just one Mississippi, they're all going, up. Oh, fuck. Because I have it when I listen to podcasts. Sometimes, anytime there's a lull, I'm like, yeah, here it goes. Because you always have that thing where you're like, That's everything's true. about to go wrong. That's true, yeah. So as soon as there's a lull, I'm like, my headphones are broken. My mother hates me. My father's got a huge cock. And, yeah. You know, my sister's black. I'm, I'm the same way. Because it always snaps. You ever have it just turns pause? And you're like, mm-hmm. it just pauses on you. And you go, uh, uh, oh, and then you got to hit the play again. Like, I didn't hit pause. I think those AirPods, they get a little wonky because you, you tap them and they go classical, rock, rap, reggae, <laughs> gay <laughs> porn. What's with the tap? I've had it. I've tapped by accident. It yes. gets loose, so I push it in and the phone call hangs up. I know. And then they're like, well, I was in the middle of the sentence. You hung up on me. And I was like, I tapped my ear. I'm sorry. It's the pod. They're two cents. It's all new. It's new technology. So we're all queefing all over it. we got to figure it out. At, at one point, I'm sure the uh, this guy, you know, you, no, well, you just hit it. Like in the, the last few days, you know, those where you just go, operator, and you just hit it. Oh, that thing? Well, what are you talking about? What am I talking about? You know, you just got you crank it. The rotary. Not even a rotary was the, the number, and you put your finger in like a clit. Yeah. This was like, you, you, you just, oh. ro- you row it, or you, you crank it. It's like a, and then you pick it up, and then it talks. And then they used to have to plug in the things. Yes. They'd be like, plug me into 27. Yeah, how did that? And they had the lady do it with a cigarette and a visor. Yeah, it's weird. I mean, phone numbers are wacky. Because you watch The Godfather, he's like, give me Long Beach 598. Yes, yes. And then it's just like the town and a couple numbers. And I remember, I've said this before, when I started comedy, I started so long ago, I got seven-digit numbers in my phone. Whoa. Back then, you could dial seven digits. You didn't need an area code. Oh, how about this? How about this one? You may, Can I make a call? Long distance? Remember that? Oh, oh wait, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. That's going to cost me 12 cents. It's local. What was the opposite of long distance? Local. No. Local. Was it local? I think it was local. <laughs> I don't know if it was local. I think it was it's local. close range. Local call? Is it local? Yeah, it's a local. It's a local call. <laughs> <laughs> it's a local, yeah. Boy, you still got a little moisture in your <laughs> cock. Oh, no. Isn't that crazy that I was... I was on death's door. I mean, I could barely move. My, I, I couldn't think. My eyeballs hurt. My dick hurt. My pussy hurt. <coughs> and now I'm like, I'm at like 98%. 
Yeah, it's pretty good. You're working it. But no one seemed to mind that we did the... I, I read a few, like, fuck the split screen. I'm like, well, next time we just won't do it then. How about that, Dickless? Yeah, oh, I didn't see any. I didn't get any uh, backlash. But the people that complain, I think I've already blocked or they hate me or whatever. There you go. That's that's the way to do it. But you get you can't please everyone and you can't please yourself. No, you can't. According to the Catholic Church. You know what I was talking about earlier? Oh, shit. Well, I, I had enough. nothing. I, I, I've never liked this. How do you feel about this? Jokes where you refer to masturbation as sex, but mm. alone, where you're like this, where someone's like, ah, I had sex. Yeah, alone. I've always been like, well, that's, that doesn't really make sense. It's not sex. I, I'm so with you. Like, there's a lot of, there's a million jokes like that. Yeah, I, I, I've had sex a bunch. I bet you were alone. Where yes, I'm like, well, that's not sex. That's not sex. I don't get it. It's such a stretch. It's a stretch. It's like when people go, uh, go fuck yourself. And they go, I do it every night. And you're like, but exactly. you didn't fuck yourself. You just jerked off. Exactly. I'm so with you. See you. my point. I see the point. You I also see my point. I also dislike that joke. There's a lot of jokes I dislike. You know which one I dislike? And this is this. I, I might be stepping on your 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 oh balls boy. here. I'm nervous. When they go and it's just done to oh death. God. We got the joke. It's oh so no. repetitive. When they go, I had a horrible uh, experience at the drugstore. Not gonna say which one. CVS. Oh yeah. But everybody it, does but that. But it rhymes with tight aid. Yes. And you're like, oh, yes, that's exactly. Okay. We got that joke. Eighty-eight. Yeah. It's done. Yep. We'll just call it uh, GVH or whatever. Ah. That's a bad example, but you know what GVH. I mean. They do a thing. Yeah, oh, little, oh, oh, I'm I saying see. instead I of CVS, CVS, they go, yeah, yeah. yeah. TV, I hate. I don't know why I hate that joke. It's just such a lazy misdirect. I I said I'm not going to say it, but I said it. Whoa! We did. Uh, I went to Royersford with uh, J P McDade, mm. Jalapeno Poppers McDade, and uh, Steve Rogers, big sure. dick, huge, huge cock. cock, and uh, and Sarah Talamash. By the way, rude awakening. I'll be going down to Royersford, bringing Louie with me, and oh. it's just that uh, people are sitting up in the rafters, and it's packed, and there's a line. It looked like, you know, the, the fucking funeral scene in The Godfather. There's cars oh. everywhere, and oh, yeah. backing up trucks, and they got the orange lights, and the boop, boop, boop. Right, right. Yeah, people on the shoulders, and I go, I'm coming down. Yep. Special guest, yep. but not a special, special guest. Sure, and no special needs. Boy, oh boy. Well, Rogers was there, but my True. God, I mean... We're talking 38 people spread out. Oh, you hate and to And they see were it. nice. You were nice. I appreciate you guys coming. A lot of gays, but... Uh, That's a big dome. Yeah, it's a hell of a dome. Yeah. And before, I was bringing Louie. He's giving me those big Ed McMahon checks. They're like the huge box. <laughs> they published a clearinghouse. And then I'm giving people, you know, I like to, I'm a socialist. So I'm going, hey, there you go. Hey, Isabel, here's 900 bucks. Hey, Ooh. Rogers, there's 800. And I got the, you ever get this? When someone goes, I think this is a mistake. And you go, yes. that's no mistake, buddy boy. That's Enjoy big. it. And Love it. This time I had to be like, hey, JP, I'm giving you 28 bucks and a, and a hand job on the way home. <laughs> You're like, Rogers, can I borrow 40? <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm sorry, pal. But, so I gave them each 25 bucks. I made 60 and I got the hell out of there. Oh, that's a long ride home. You're not getting home before one. It's impossible. No, we hustle. We went to the ice cream place. They're out of chocolate chip. They don't oh, carry the chocolate chip anymore. Yeah. You're coming to join you. <laughs> it's, it's brutal. And can I just side note, Big Dick Rogers, 
I don't know if we cemented it or if you blew him or what, but everywhere that kid goes, at least from what I've seen, he walks into, um, you know, Wegmans. They go, Big Dick Rogers. That guy, every entrance to any venue, it's Big Dick Rogers, huge cock. How are you looking at that hog there, sloppy jalopy? I mean, you need, a, you need a wheelbarrow for that thing? Everywhere. He worked at Wegmans, you know. No way. He was a Wegmans guy. He taught me about the cookie. But everyone keeps getting the wrong cookie at Wegmans. What's it's that? the sandwich cookie. You gotta huh? go. They get sandwich the big cookie. <laughs> That's the two different things. I'm confused. They have the special cookie. I've talked about the Wegmans cookie, and I feel bad. First of all, Steve Rogers, two of the most, the nicest guy in the history of the sure, planet. Sure, sweet kid. Two huge faux pas, social faux pas ever. <laughs> One was we're at Royersford, and some guy. All we ever talk about is the Wegmans cookie, the greatest okay. chocolate chip cookie in history. That's what I keep hearing. Never had it. So. A guy, out of the kindness of his own asshole, mm. went out and bought a tub of cookies from Wegmans. Ah, uh, a gay? Now, a two's gay. Yeah, so now, gay. But he doesn't know there's a special cookie. They have cookies they make in their own bakery, but then there's like the sandwich deli cookie. They have a sandwich shop Okay. in the in Wegmans. Got it. And those are the cookies. They're individually wrapped, and they're like this special kind of cookie. It's the best cookie ever. It's better than my, It's better my, than the grocery, the Wegmans. It's, the, it's a Wegmans deli. sandwich deli cookie. I I see. And it's just unbelievable. But there's, they have other cookies over here oh, in the cookie there. section. Uh-huh. So this gentleman brought us a big tin of very good cookies, okay. but not the Wegman uh, cookie. Ah, that hurts. So he hands it to us and goes, there it is. I went and got you the cookies, Tuesdays for life. And Steve Big Dick Rogers just goes... These are the wrong cookies. Oh. And I go, what are you doing? What? Of course they're the wrong cookies. He doesn't know what he's doing. Yes. He bought us some garbage that we have to pretend to like now. But can you just let him walk away? Yes, it's the thought, you queef. Let him have it. He thought, just let him go, and then we throw him in the dumpster. Of course. And go get some real cookies. Like a newborn. But Roger just throws it out there. And faux pas number two, this is a few years ago. Uh-huh. Rick Rogers, his dad, one of my, ah, my favorite guys. Big guys, Rick Rogers. Big Dick, big Dick and Big Rick. Yeah. So Big Rick is sitting there. And, you know, the name spaces. This is at Buffalo Helium 48 years ago. Sure. And so I go, hey, what is, uh, what's your old man's name again? And he goes, Rick. Ah, it's Rick Rogers. That's his name. On. And I go, what are you doing? I've known him six months. I'm supposed to know the name. Don't you see what I'm, I'm doing? I'm so with you here. Maybe it's a thing we have where because we want everything to run smoothly. We don't want anybody to get hurt. We don't want anybody to get upset. So like even today I'm at this thing with Netflix and like one guy will make a joke and I just go, Oh yeah, yeah. And one guy goes, What does that mean? I'm like, just go with it. Now the guy's upset. Now he's gotta explain it. I just go with it. I don't wanna make waves. Just go. I hate a wave, except for the ocean it heals, but uh Sure, sure. You know, Green I, wave. we've all done it before, but my God. Yeah, yeah. Come on, that's a twofer right there. Twofer Sullivan. Who the fuck's twofer? I was thinking of Kiefer, Kiefer. Sutherland. Oh, that's it was twofer Sullivan. Not bad. Okay. That's a guy from Charlestown. <laughs> Look at the foot on that thing. That's a bit. That's all foot. Pause. Yeah, um, take pause. Hit the pause button. Uh, let me tell you this real quick. Yeah, so Roarsford was a, was a lightly attended but fun. Good time. Great trip. JP's real funny. Funny guy. Yeah, he's tall. Nine feet, four inches tall. Oh, very funny. Inches. Great hang. Oh, this is what made me think of Roarsford because we were talking about the pet peeves. We did on the way home. We were like, what's, what's some comedy pet peeves? And then we just all went off on oh, all the, the hack shit, it. the annoying shit, the little things you hate. Love it. And uh, it went on for about two straight hours. Yeah, yeah. I got others, but we'll keep going. Of course. But then you, Sarah and I were talking later. You always have to like be conscious of the other people's acts exactly, in the car. Because you're exactly. like, I'll tell you what I hate. Here's the one I hate number one. 
you know what? Forget it. Uh, <laughs> exactly. Kind of forgot about it. So. Yes, dead on. Uh, I was even worried with the uh, the CVS thing. I was like, does he have that? But even Mulaney's got one of those, uh, and geez. he's great. I had a weird thing recently where we were talking about. It was it was quite a star-studded event. It was Gary Gullman, Colin Quinn, John Mulaney, myself. Where was this? This was at the cellar. This is like the Great Whites. Yeah, it was quite a quite an evening. And so we're all talking, and I was telling some stories about when comedians talk about how someone stole their joke, mm. and then you're like, oh, man, that's crazy. Tell me about it. Mm. And then they tell you a premise that you're like, oh, what? that's funny. Stolen? What are uh, you, insane? That's been done. And so, it's like a Bob Hope. And it's just a premise of like... Oh, so my bit is uh, I stepped in dog shit and said, uh, where's the dog shit? Or whatever. I, I yeah. can't think of it, but it was like sure. something that you're like, the, the premise, he's like, that guy stole my bit. What's the bit? It was about how awkward it is to buy condoms. And you're like, yes, what are you, crazy? Yes. But anyway, so I did that. And then one of these acts, I don't want to say which one, did a joke very similar to an old joke of mine, but I was too self-conscious to say something. Because we had just had that conversation. Oh, right. So it's just out there. And it's one of those things where I don't care because it was on my Netflix special. So you, you got it on wax. Yeah, so I don't care. But I know they probably want to know. Of course. So you, at least you put the ball in their court. Just like, hey, I don't care. I, I don't. It's over for yeah. me. Yeah. But just so you know, like that bit does exist here. Right. But it was so uncomfortable because we had all been talking about how annoying it is when people say, hey, I did that bit. Yeah. Now they're like, geez, Joe's obsessed with stealing jokes. Yeah. So I got to just go, all right, well, I'll say it some other day, I guess. That is tough. That's a tough one. They, there's a lot of those. And, and uh, I've definitely put my own foot in my cunt before. So I, I'm scared to talk around a, a lot of people sometimes now. I got to be real close. Uh-huh. Because I've had people pull me aside and go, you said this and his wife died of AIDS and you made eight AIDS stuff. Like, ah, oh, shit, I didn't know that. Oh, those are the worst. Oh, I've been in that, I've been in that so many times. I can't tell you. Because I'll do the whole gamut. Cancer, AIDS, miscarriage, pregnant, abortion, Ku Klux Klan, <laughs> you name it. And then I hit somebody's bullseye, I'll tell you that. <laughs> I'm just thinking about my old roommate when you're like, What's up with the Samoan? No! And he was right there. He just had a sheet for a door. I yeah. don't even hear you. Well, I was really tuned up, too. Yeah, I that should, was back I in the, point out. the good old days. Yeah. Those uh, were some days. Speaking of good old days, can I tell you, I had the best comedy weekend I've ever had in my life this last weekend. I can't wait to hear, but I've been dying to hear about it. I checked in a couple times, but I, I need you to just take both fists and shove them right up my asshole and then spread them and clap. I'll keep it tight and I'll keep it action packed, but you got to remember, okay, let's, let's set the table here. Knives, spoons, forks, napkin, plate, wine glass. I'm sick. You saw me. You, you're like, I'm not coming over there. You heard the cough. It was gurgly. It was phlegmy. It was gross. Moist. Yes. Ooh. And I said, uh, okay, I have the, this big weekend. We sold out seven shows, almost eight. Eight and, you know, whatever. Seven and whatever. Seven, seven and change. change. Thank you. Uh, it's like when they go, hey, he's a uh, buck 50 soaking wet. I hate the soaking wet. Yeah, I don't, you don't get like the soaking, soaking wet. wet. No, I don't care for it. I don't mind. So what do you what do you not like about uh, well, soaking wet? It's just been around forever, the soaking wet. I heard it in the 80s. Yeah. I hate five foot nothing because that's from Rudy. And then people just kept doing it uh, as though it's not just a line from Rudy. He's five nothing. Right. Uh, I've gotten five foot uh, nothing. Kevin Brennan said it was five foot nothing. A hundred and nothing. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't right. care for it. Uh, what about him? How about this is a weird one? He's 50 if he was a day. Yeah, I never understood I that. I never got that one either. 10 stories high if he was a foot. <laughs> <That was> it, <laughs> yeah. I like that one, though. That one's funny. Yeah. But, all right. 
I think that's actually making fun of the other ones. Right. But, okay, so I'm sick. I'm going into this amazing weekend. I got the Murph dog, Sean Murphy, one of the best features I've ever worked with. I hate to say it because now eight guys are going, ah. But this guy is just a murdering machine, great bits, original, funny, good guy, low maintenance. He's every box checked. Good dude. Looks like uh, your stunt double. Oh, boy. Not you, but stunt. Uh, stunt. The stunt is always ugly. All right. All right. Stunt my growth. All right. And uh, I got Umar Khan hosting. Great guy. Great comic. Kid runs Baltimore. He's Pakistani. Ooh. And uh, we just had just one of those weekends, but it was like, all right, I'm sick, but I love Philly. It's like one of my favorite, probably is the favorite club. So you want to get after it, but then you got the Netflix in a week. I know, I'm I know. I'm literally shooting tomorrow. Ooh, Isn't that crazy? It's wild. Yeah, I was there all day doing bullshit production. It's but still not 100%. Still not? Yeah. 98, probably. Mm-hmm. Uh, my battery is charging. I'm almost there. Yep. So I go, all right, I got. I can't drink. No booze, ah, which is so hard, and no staying out late and skit sleep and do the, and kill the shows and work on your act. So I got to tell you, sober, I've never done a weekend sober in my life, I don't think. It was fun. Oh, it's good fun. You're present. You're present. Oh, yeah. Because what happens is you end up drinking, and then the next day you're fighting the tiredness, the hangover, and just trying to get through the set so you can drink again. So you're actually not really focusing. Yeah, it's no good. You feel like shit, and then the shows are in the way. Yes. You're like, oh, I got this dumb show. I hate a show because I want to drink 78 fucking cocktails. Right. And then you're doing that thing where you're mapping it out, like, all right, we got two shows tonight. So the first show I'll have one, then by the second show I'll have another, and now after the show... I'll be buzzed. Yeah, like I'll go up with a full beer. I'll drink the first beer yep. and then have a beer in between. And then the second show, I'll do a shot before and yes. a shot on stage. Yeah. And then you're <laughs> exactly. like, okay, that'll get me pretty exactly. good. And I, I won't ruin the show that way. I, I thought I was the only one, so that's nice to hear. Yeah, you don't want to ruin the show, but you want to get through the show. Then you want to black out by one. Bars are closing, whatever it is. So... Don't drink, and you're so present, but I'm still yakking and coughing and hocking up shit. Shit's coming out of my nose. I felt bad because these poor guys are watching me like, I'm so sorry. I'm that guy in the green room, just, you know, the napkins doing one of these. Uh-huh. And uh, I'm that guy all weekend, but it was there was a buzz in the air because the shows were sold out. It's, it's gays, it's fans, it's comedy people, it's Philly, and... I got this Netflix thing, so they're all going, what are you closing on? You close on this? How's it? And it turned into this joke lab, and it was oh, this great funny. weekend. We're going, we're tinkering, and I'm like, I want to call back here, but I can't think of what you do that one joke about the, the black kid as the callback, and, and I'm like, I'll try it. Tried it. Didn't work. I got an idea, and then I would try it and try it, and we finally got it. God, this is like a dream come true. This is the fun. I love a joke lab. It was a joke lab. It felt like the the scene in Seinfeld where they're like, uh, no, no, and he passes the note, and they oh, get the, yeah, the yeah. montage music. I got it. I got it. Yeah, so it was just that leading up, and we're like, this is the sixth show. We got two more. We got two more. So then I'd go to bed and think about it, and, and Murphy's text me, one. I think I got something here. And then I go, oh, let me write that down. So then I'm doing it in my room the next day. Murphy's Law. Yes, Murphy. Murphy's Law. Murphy Brown. Yes, Murphy Brown. Murphy Bed. Yes, Murphy Bed. 
Dropkick Murphy. Damn ah, out. All right. So uh, just a great time. And just every day I'm getting a little less sick, a little less sick. And we're just having these killer shows. Thursday's great. Friday's great. Now here comes Saturday. Here comes Saturday. Here comes Saturday. Right down Saturday. Saturday ah. So <laughs> well, here comes Saturday. First show, you know, it's one of those things where Umar gets off. They're good. Not as good as last night, but good. Uh, then sure. Murphy gets off. He goes, they're a little chatty, but they're good. But this guy's drunk on the right. So they're always giving me these tips. So I go out there. Ah, Norman, Tuesday, ah, queef it up, praise Allah. All right, all right, comedy. All right, all right, all right. Then I'm doing all these jokes, whatever. And one guy goes, uh, what about the Jews? And this guy, big white motherfucker, goes, fuck them. And oh, so geez. now the place is in a in a hoot nanny. It's a it's a whole rigmarole. Oh boy! So then, how about this? The waiter goes over there and he goes, "Hey man, that ain't cool. He's a Jew." Whoa! So then they throw him out. He goes, "Well, well, you you heard what I said or whatever." So now they go melee and you see the whole thing. And then the big black guy comes in and he's doing this shit. They pull him outside. And they go at it outside, and then the guy breaks down. He's like, I'm a plumber. I didn't work the whole pandemic. I finally got to come out. This is my first night out. I went a little too hard. And, da, 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 and he starts weeping on the sidewalk. Oh, my God. It was God. insane. A and then, sidewalk weep. A sidewalk weep. And then an SWW. So then the uh, the bouncer comes in, and he tells us the whole story. And then he breaks down. He's like, ah, it's hard out here. I don't care if you call me the N-word. I get it. We're all trying to have fun. We're like, that's good it. to know. <laughs> so he comes in, and then he tells his whole story. It's one of those things. It was like 20 minutes. He leaves. We're all like, that was excessive, huh? Wow. What is he, the Dalai Lama? He doesn't care if he gets called That's what I said. He was like this peaceful, wise, old bouncer. He's like, I've been through some shit. I've had eight wives. My son's gay. I'm black. <laughs> Whatever. He's like 80 feet tall. He's a huge black guy. Wow. And then he leaves. And I'm like, all right, I got to tip him. And then the waiter comes in. I'm like, what happened? They're like, oh, that guy was fucking nuts. Uh, they threw him out. He was on opioids. It was a whole thing. Now, is the guy a, a, a bigot? Or was he just trying to be funny? Or? I think he was trying to be funny. The girl he was with, she was like, some trashy lady. She's like walking. She goes, "He's not racist. I'm half Jewish." You know, she's some Philly coos, uh, and uh, they throw her out with him. They throw the whole trash out for Monday, and uh, it was just a wild night. And since I was sick, I couldn't go out there. I couldn't do a meet and greet. I, I was like, I feel weird about it. I feel weird selling shirts. So I just stayed in that greed room, and boy, it's warm in that cocoon, isn't it's it? It's nice, yeah. It's so nice. I think the same thing. I always I feel like you come off stage, and it's it's great shows, and you want to say hello because yes. it's fun, and it's nice, and you like to take photos, and, and people say nice things. Sometimes yep. they give us gifts, which is amazing. Sure. But it is easier to just be like, woo, and oh. lay in the back. You wish there could be like a half hour between. Right. Where like you do the show and then you come down, you're thinking about this bit and that bit. I don't know about you, but my back is sore after. I, I carry the no, I don't have the that. stress in my back because I'm tight and I'm like, oh, that's crazy. Look at this guy. Uh, and afterwards, I'm like, oh my god. And you got to go right out there, yes, which is even more stressful because there's a lot of fucking numbskulls. Our fans are so nice. Yes, they go, I'm a huge gay. Tell Mark to blow me. Here's a gift card. Right, right. But then there's the it's the non fans. Yeah, you wish drunk. they could just be a thing. So you're standing out there and they go, you should. Keep it up or, or whatever. Right. Or like, that was pretty funny. Yes. And you're like, okay, thanks. Sorry. One of those. Uh, we saw a guy here last week. He was a little better. What was his name? Harlan Williams. Man, he was amazing. You were all right. We saw Harlan right. Williams. Oh, my God. I was like, all right, all right. We got it. And you got to sit there going, 
Or else they go, this guy's a dick. We met him once. He was a cunt. We called him a fag, and then he yelled at us. Well, I, what's his problem? Any slight teeterage from smile and they're like whoa whoa sorry mr famous yeah, i didn't know you were a thing exactly. and i'm like no exactly. it's just i don't know i don't know what to say yeah they take it out of you and then some will sit there for like eight minutes and you can see other people lined up waiting and you have to kind of be like there's other people yes. oh i didn't know you were big mr big shot so you gotta go wait for your fans <laughs> and i'm like i just want to say hello they're standing here trying to say hello yeah there's 48 people waiting patiently and the other line is forming for the next show so uh it's not all about you there it's the same guy with the overhead you know He's taking the whole the whole plane is waiting and he's going, let me get that wheel over. Cock yep. one inch over here. Hey, the one inch cock. I have one in my pants right yep. now. Irish curse. Uh, so, uh, yeah. So just a great weekend. And then we got two shows on Sunday. Now, I don't want to get too in the weeds here comedically, but just all great weekends, getting good sleep, taking some drugs, really snoozing. I'm sleeping to like one. I mean, when's the last time you slept to one? I mean, I... 1975 yeah same here i never sleep i just just soaking it in and uh sunday comes around now you've done six hours under your belt Mm -hmm. tweaking twerking twooking and then i don't know what kicked in but i walked out mark norma you walk out there i was just in it I, I had the best set i've ever had in my entire life wow sunday I, it felt sunday first show i was surfing i was it was the wave i was in the zone i was riffing i would go on like a five minute tear and it would be hitting and i got it all on, on audio wow that's a good feeling oh man all those thoughts you had i just went off on like canceling and this and just, it was all working and I, it was like a therapy thing and the bits were working and i tied it all back in and it was no fear i had no fear because i had done six hours and you're almost like sick of it you're like i don't even want to yes. really be here so then you have no uh inhibition no inhibition it's all about reps i mean yes. that's the things i remember you know end of 2019 I, I did 20 straight weeks in a row on the road right. it's like you go back you cut and then it becomes nothing nothing that thing of like hey can you go do 50 minutes yeah yeah i'll be right back hold on and then you just start you're so loose you know it so well it's like the thing with like they say about acting you gotta memorize your lines and then forget them right so that way it's like you know them but you're not remembering them being like the cat jumped over the asshole you're just like yeah hey, the cat jumped up my asshole yeah. you dirty motherfucker and right. then people are like oh my god yes yeah, so a perfect true analogy but you see what i mean great way to put it it's the rep because it's got to be second nature and then when it's second nature you're not thinking about it so you can think about other shit and you're just zooming you're in the zone you're queefing you're quaffing and the audience was with it, and the, I had a camera guy there. You got to film everything. And the camera guy, Eric Mann, came in, and he goes, uh, he was like, that That was something. That was really special because there's a vibe. I don't want to get spiritual and cunty here, but the crowd is in it. You're in it. It's like this this unit. You're all one somehow. It's very, like, Buddhisty, Thich Nhat it's organic. Dick. There you go. It's like organic. salmon. I love the second nature. I hate first nature. Yes. First nature sucks. You don't hear about first. No, first nature blows. But second nature, very good. Yeah. Uh, but man, that is a great feeling. I mean, it's such a special weekend. And I, I texted you, but, you know, Netflix special is very exciting. Yes. I can't wait to see it. Yes. But 
There's a lot of shitty Netflix specials. Oh, yeah. There's not many people adding shows at comedy uh, clubs. Uh, we sold out. We got to add another show. We sold out. We got to add another show. That is a bigger accomplishment than Netflix. Because Netflix, they go, all right, well, we got to meet some quota, get this person. That person seems nice. That person's okay. Yep, yep. And not to take from the Netflix. I'm proud to be on Netflix. I'm proud of you to be on Netflix. I get it. But the selling out all the shows... That's special, and we have a, a story that we always share about a, a comic that ended up being huge, who sold out the very same club, added shows, uh, and, that, and, and he says he's like, that was the moment. Right. I sold out Philly Helium, added shows, and sold every ticket, and right. after that, it was... <laughs> so... <laughs> You're going to have a shitty year in about six years. Yeah. It's going to be really bad. <laughs> well, I'll enjoy the six, but this is what's great about you, and I've said it before, and I'll say it again. Don't worry. It's a fake plant. Okay. I love fake plants, but uh, I, I had a fake tree my whole life on Christmas. It says a lot about me. And but fake plastic. You can see through the shit. You're good. You not see through the shit, but you have a good bra- Everybody goes, Netflix, that's the top. Garden, that's it. But you see, now that's the top. You don't get uh, swayed by the uh, the smoke. Well, that's big. I mean, because that's people going, hey, here's my money. Let me get in to see that normally. Right, right. This is some asshole in a suit. Well, nice people. I appreciate Netflix. I wouldn't mind being on again. But that's the guy going, you know what? We'd like to be in business. Yeah. We'd like to be in the Mark Norman business. Right. These are people that just finished cleaning shit out of a pipe toilet going, hey, I wouldn't. Here's 20 bucks. Let me go see Mark. I want to yell about the Jews in the back. Exactly. And boy, did they. So you you got a point. You're right. You got a good head up there on that big, swiveling, lanky bag of skeletons. Well, I've lived, you know. Yeah. I've really yep. lived. I've been out there. I've been over and out. Uh, hey, wait, speaking of uh, oh. living. We got a uh, we got a couple sponsors, as you folks know. You got that right. One of them is oh wait, uh, Tuesdays with Stories is brought to you by Sheath Underwear. That's right. That's a sexy pair of underwear. I think I'm wearing the exact pair right now. We love Sheath Underwear. This stuff is so s- silky. It's oh, silky yeah. smooth. It's like that black nylon. I don't yes. know nothing about anything, but it's a nylony feel. They keep your ball bag and your penis separate. It feels so good to pull it out of there. Yes. They are by far my favorite underwear. I like the little design. It's sexy. I, I feel like I look good in them. My wife yes. sees them. She's like, yes, she's turned on. She's got a sports bra from them. I absolutely love them. The idea for Sheath came from its founder, U.S. Army soldier Robert Bobby Patton, during his second tour in Iraq. You can support this awesome veteran-owned company whose founder is a Tuesday himself and a huge comedy fan. Tell him how to do it, Marcus. Wearing them right now. Love them. They're somehow uh, tight and loose at the same time. Mm. They're very good. Sexy. They look great. Go to sheathunderwear.com and order with promo code TUESGAYS to get 20% off your first order and sheath underwear's 100% money back guarantee that's sheathunderwear.com promo code twosgays get sheath underwear and let them support your balls get on it folks that's right and tuesdays with stories is also brought to you by lucy nicotine gum nothing harder in the world to do than to quit smoking they get a hold of you they just they they put their dirty fingernails right into your lungs and your brain they take hold and it's so hard to quit, but you must quit. If it don't fit, you got to quit smoking. <clears throat> Lucy was founded by Caltech scientists, former smokers who wanted to help other people quit. They set out to create a better and clearer nicotine alternative. It took three years of research and experimenting, and they made Lucy, a nicotine gum that actually tastes good. It comes in three flavors, wintergreen, cinnamon, pomegranate. Cinnamon's my favorite. Cinnamon babka. I love cinnamon. Each has four milligrams of nicotine. 
If you don't like gum, check out their cherry ice lozenge. And when you're craving a smoke and just need a little something to satisfy the habit, go to Lucy. Get yourself prepared with Lucy. He can subscribe to a monthly delivery so you'll always be ready. Yes, sir. I like the pomegranate. They're supporting this show, so go support them. Get 20% off all products, including gum or lozenges, at lucy.co with code TUESDAYS. That's 20% off lucy.co and use promo code TUESDAYS at checkout. Here's the legal mumbo-jumbo. This product contains nicotine-derived from tobacco. Nicotine's an addictive chemical. But you already knew that, so get 20% off at lucy.co with code TUESDAYS. Thank yes. you. Yes, yes. So I'll wrap the whole thing up, but uh, Murph Dog at one point, just greatest guy. I'm going to try to get him in the cellar. Yeah. Yeah, he, he's earned it. And he, he lives in New York? Yeah, Queens. I know he can't catch a goddamn break. But uh, he's a club guy. I don't. I don't know if he's bouncing around these bar shows. I'm sure he would, but uh-huh. I don't really know if he is. But uh, he goes, uh, okay. We got two Sunday shows, but you're a head. You're headlining. So while you're on stage, I'm gonna hightail out of here and get on that midnight train to Georgia, back to the city. And sure. I went, whoa, whoa, whoa. There's a Sunday train. I'm. I'm. I'm on the Monday at eleven. And uh, he goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I go, well, I'm getting on that. He's like, you're not going to make it because the show's at 1030, whatever, whatever. And he's like, I'll make it because I can run out. But you got to do an hour after me. Right. So I was like, ah, oh, shit. So I, I look into it and I go, I think I'm going to try it. We get off stage. We plan the whole thing out. The guy gives me the check right when I get off. He's got a car waiting. We jump in the car. We get there. We make it. Train's delayed. Ooh, that seems good. I guess, but it was delayed by like... An hour and change. Uh, so now it's like a one-something train. So now we don't get home till 3.30. He's like, all right, I'm going to take the train to Queens now. And I'm like, oh, this train was just, it's a derelicts and weirdos. You know, the night train is, is a different different beast. I'm on a night train. Yeah, it was, yeah, everybody's got their pillow. It's like fat people with their pillow. They, 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 they hog both seats, and then you're going... Walking down, you got your suitcase, you feel like a little kid. It's dark, the people snoring, the baby crying in the distance. Like some Spanish is yelling over there, and you're like, God, I can't get a seat. And then the guy goes, folks, this is a sold-out train. You got to move those pillows, you got to move those bags. And they all go, God. And then I sit next to some guy, he's like, God. Uh, that sounds awful. And then the, you can hear the ranchero in the, head, in the headphone. Like, how loud I, uh, do you need it? And he's doing this shit. I hate that. I hate that the music through the thing because it's just subtle and yes. you just want to you you tap it like we talked about earlier so it goes dead for a second. I, I know. You want to tune it out. And even my AirPods, they go and they suck out a lot of noise, but I can still hear it. That's how loud they were. Mm. And one lady's like yelling and he goes, Oh, know, he like geez. gestures at her like fuck you and then he laughs and I was like man this guy's no joke so I don't, I don't want to mess with him but uh, I'm just sitting there and me and Murphy he's next to me and we're texting what about this for the closer what about that for the closer and we're still wow, going at it still noodling yeah I was annoying I was really bothering the guy I'm sure but he gets to we get to Penn Station we get out and it's some real it's like a casino it's just limping and, and amputees and hobos and ashy and eventually, he we get up to the roof or the, the the flat level. What do you call that? The ground. The uh, platform. Thank you. And he goes, "I'm gonna take the train." I go, "Dude, it's like four in the morning. You're not gonna get a train." He's like, "I'll probably get home at about six. And I'm oh. like, "Take some money. Get an Uber." He, so he took some cash. He got an Uber. Thank God. And I go, "Do you have that train app?" We look to see when the next train is. Three minutes. I go, "I can make it." The A train. I run downstairs. I miss it. 
Oh. <laughs> I missed it. It's 25 minutes till the next oh. one. And I waited. You can't I walk. W- you should walk. I it's guess nice I should. But well, then you can't walk up 6th Avenue anymore. Not the anymore. sun goes down. Forget about it. It's like fucking hell's ass all over here. It is. It's Satan's taint. And, the, and I had a bag. I got a laptop. I got a Zoom. I got a dildo. I couldn't do it. So I just waited the 25. And IT goes, oh, I'm already in bed, you fat bitch. And I'm like, damn. Well, how about this? Speaking of how it's crazy out in the streets, you, you remember my Austin story from just a yes. few weeks ago where the guys got in my face, the two guys, and I had sure. to run? Mm-hmm. Well, you're not going to believe this. Uh-oh. It happened again. It, I'm like, a, I'm a nerd. I don't know what's wrong with me. I'm a cuck. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a something's duck. wrong with me. I don't know what's going on. But the problem is I keep going for strolls everywhere because uh, I like to stroll. I like, like to stroll, stroll too. I love a stroll. Underrated. I'm all stroll. I got nine foot legs. It takes me six paces to go a hundred yards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're on a stroll. It, it feels, you know, tick not on. And I like to sure. uh, have a mindful walk. So I, I was in Salt Lake City this weekend. Finally. I mean, I, I was oh, supposed yeah. to book like two years ago in March of 87, and then they, they moved it because of COVID, and then another COVID. Remember, I was supposed to be there in October. You yeah. saw the poster, and he yeah. was like, what? I thought he canceled, whatever. I drew on it. Finally got there, and you drew more than I did. And there was nobody at these shows, ah! but uh, I got down there. Just kidding. It was it was a good crowd all, all right. weekend. Finally got to Salt Lake City, but can I just say this? I'm gonna, I might hurt some feelings. Salt Lake City. I was on foot, and I was by myself, but... Yeah. Not impressive. It's a little messy and it's a little dull. Very dull. It's bland. If you had a car, you can go to to Park City or the mountains or hike or I'm sure there's a neighborhood. Right. There's like a neighborhood where you're like, we got the used clothes or the weird glasses or whatever. Yes, yes. The records, but... Yeah, walking downtown, I was like, here we go. I can't wait to take a bite of the city. You know, Carl Malone and, and John Stockton. and Sure, sure. The jazz. Yeah, whoever else. The jizz. New Orleans. Uh, so I go, I walk around and I'm like, this, this sucks. Yeah. But I was texting you a bit. I, you forget how much I love the road because I hate traveling. I hate flying. That yeah. whole thing, it all sucks. But once you're there, you got the hotel, the pool, you work, you write, you meditate, you watch TV because there's less options. At yes. home... You got Netflix, Hulu, Amazon, Blockbuster Video, Stone Video. You got all the shit. But on the on the road, you're like, eh, Saving Private Ryan's yeah, on. All right, that's great. True, that's, true. that's the score. You Back know, to the future marathon. I'm in. Yeah, you're like, okay, perfect. Plus, you get you know you get the the creams that you put on your dick. Ah, uh, the lotion. The lotion in and, the basket. Uh, no one's around, so you can really put on the weird porn. Yes. Stick the lube up your ass, yes. the remote in your you know taint. Sure. So uh, it's a good time, but Sunday afternoon, I, I booked a later flight because it was four hundred dollars cheaper yep. to fly out at two thirty. So there was an IHOP. And I was like, I'll run to the IHOP. Okay. I run to IHOP. I get it. it. Two miles. So I run, have a nice run. And these downtowns everywhere else, you forget, because I grew up in Boston, which is like a, just a great city, New York. A lot of these cities, the weekend, there's nobody there. Uh-huh. There's no nothing. Not in the it's downtown. Like a, it's a workplace. Yeah. Right. CBD. So... I run to IHOP, I have my breakfast, then there's a Starbucks like uh, 100 yards down, I go there, I have a coffee, and I'm like, I'll take an Uber back because I got to go to the airport soon, but I was like, nah, I got to make a couple phone calls. I'll walk, I'll make my phone calls. Love a walk call phone. It's Sunday, 11 o'clock, sunny day, perfect day. I'm on the phone with wonderful comedian Isabel Hagen, we're friends, we talk. I'm talking to her and I go, yeah, I'm just blah, 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 bullshitting. 
And I see one of these crazy fucking meth oh, people. Oh, boy. And I go, just a heads up. Uh, you know, I'm on the phone. As though she's going to be able to do anything. I go, <laughs> ah, just a heads up. as a fucking crazy guy about to walk by. She goes, oh, all right, whatever. And I go, so anyways, you know, I've been working on my anxiety and meditating. And the guy's like, you motherfucker, you're fucking crazy. <laughs> and I go, geez, I'm like, can you hear that? And she's like, oh, my God, I hear him. That's crazy. And he walks by. But now I'm, I'm just nervous. I'm triggered from Austin because of these fucking psychos there. And he's behind me now, so you don't want to look back, but he's still screaming and yeah, yelling. Yeah. But now I got my back to him, so I'm nervous, so I'm, I'm stiffed up. And then I get, there's like a 7-Eleven over here, and there's a guy, a homeless tweakery guy in front of the 7-Eleven. So I'm like, okay, he must have been yelling at that guy. Uh-huh. So they're yelling at each other. It's not about me. Yeah. Then here's a third guy, triangulation of fire. Uh-huh. And this is a little guy, scraggly, all crazy, and he's got a bike, but he's walking the bike, and he goes, hey. You fucking bitch. And I turned because I was like, he must be talking to him. And then I look back and he goes, no, you get over here, you fucking bitch. Come here. <laughs> Holy and shit. I'm on the phone with, you know, a friend. And I go, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Woo! And they had and somebody had to listen to this. Oh, and she's like, are you no. okay? So I got in my ear. I got like, you want to call 911? What street are you on? I'll call 911. Oh, no. And I just took off and I had a tea and it was like spilling on my tits. And I was like, oh. ah. And the guy's like, he goes, ah, I fucking got you. Oh. I fucking got you. And I'm like, high step running. Oh, my God. Was it That's hard to run with the dress? <laughs> so embarrassing. Oh, my God. I got clogs on, and I'm just going, ah. Oh, and I, I, I ran like Scooby-Doo. It was like, and I took off. I'm like, it's happening again. It's happening again. She's like, oh, my God. What do you want me to do? And I'm like, I don't know. And the guy's going, fucking run, you bitch. Oh, no. You bitch. But I'm like, what else am I going to do? I can't be fighting all these street people. Right. And there was a triangulation of fire, and he's like, you fucking bitch. And he had a bike, too, so I thought he might jump on the bike. So I'm like, oh, I'm looking right. back, and just I just booked it like a fucking fat asshole. I just had three waffles and, and two right. you know, milkshakes. <laughs> With a whipped cream. Oh, oh it was man. bad, so I'm spilling tea and puking waffles. And ran around the corner. Now I'm like all out of breath. And I'm like, I'm sorry you had to see that. She's like, no, are you okay? And I'm like, "Ah, I'm fine. It was just some skinny crackhead. But I'm so jacked up and cracked up and crazy. Any point and yell, I just take off. I mean, I get it, man. Uh, uh, You've been through some shit. You've seen some shit. I mean, I come home. I look under the bed. I look If if my lady's out here and the the place is dark, I'm like, somebody's in the closet. I mean, I grew up with that shit. So I'm still uh, tortured. It's harrowing. And people people act like, ah, whatever. It's, It's good. It's, we it's need crazy free love guy. and space. And I'm like, these are fucking completely insane of people. Of course. And the guy's like pointing the threat. He's like, you fucking bitch. Get over here. And starts like coming at you. Oh, wow. So I'm like, what am I going to do? Fucking throw him in a rear naked choke. Yeah. He's got AIDS and his needles everywhere. He I might know. have a shank or and whoever. He bites you. Now you got saliva in there. And even if you're fighting, I'm like, what am I? I'm just going to punch you. I got bloody shit all over my, my tits. And then you're like, oh, time for my uh, jet blue flight here. <laughs> exactly. I got I got a shower and everything. So I'm like, I'll just get out of here. But I was like, boo. Uh. And uh, it's a bad, but at some point I gotta, I'm gonna get a gun and fucking and carry it on my hip like yeah, you know well, Wyatt Twerp. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna buy a little mace spray or something there. It's crazy, and I gotta do this as a bit because every time this happens, I'll run around the corner and I just see like. Some hipster in skinny jeans and a fedora off to the side just walking up the street holding hands with a woman. And I'm like, all right, maybe I'm a big fucking pussy. Ah, right, right. Because I'm, no. I'm, like, I'm running and then it's just like people with a record collection and a vegan sandwich. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, maybe I'm a fucking just a huge cunt. You know what's interesting is that I get it. I get what you're going through. And then you always, yeah, you always see some like four-year-old Girl Scout selling cookies. I'm like, <laughs> she's about to get her ass kicked, but you let it happen. I know. But, I'm like, what are you even saying? I, I know, but... 
I've seen those guys do that shit, like, you fucking, I'll kill you. And then people are like, ah. And then another guy does it to him. And he's like, oh, I've seen them get out crazy. Right, right. It's a fascinating dynamic. Yeah, and it's the thing. I'm like, I don't want anything to do with anyone that's fucking mentally ill street person. I'm like, just no chance. And and you go to the gym and you spar and you do all this shit. But it's like. This is a different situation. This is not yes. a guy who's going to be like, hey, you got me, man. Good one. And then you, right. you touch gloves. It's a lose, lose, lose. Uh-huh. Because if you, if you fight the guy and lose, that's horrible. If you fight the guy and win, that's horrible. What are you going to Oh, I beat that crackhead up. How cool am I? And then you're like bleeding and you got his feces on you. And then if you run, it's a lose. Yeah. So it's a really a bad situation, but you did the best losing. Yeah. Even if you win, you still lose. Well, then there's a chance they all gang up on you. I mean, you start uh, fighting one of them. There's two of them right here. Right. And then if you lose, it could be a bad lot. Like I said, oh, yeah. it's not a like a... All right, you got the best of me. Good man. Yes, yes. I mean, this guy's going to stomp on my tits, take my wallet, shove my phone up my ass, and call my parents. Totally. Get the vibrate. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so, yeah, that was the situation. That's but let, wild. let me rewind. Well, maybe I'll, I'll go in all kinds of orders. Guess what I saw on the airplane home? I'm going to give you three guesses. One of the coolest things you can see. Oh, gee, tits. On it. You got it. Come on. I'm telling you, you got it. I was trying to be goofy. No, I saw a nice, big, juicy nipple. What? A nipple on a plane. What? I swear to God. A nip sight? A nipple on a plane. So I'm getting on the flight, you know, uh, SLC to JFK, you know, VIP, MVP. Sure, HPV. POW, yeah, sure. (laughs) So uh, I'm sitting there, and, you know, I had coach. I haven't flown coach since the 70s because I got the platinum status, so they keep upgrading my... That's a long coach right there. Long coach. Like uh, the Knicks guy. Pat Riley. Thank you. So at least I got <laughs> I got the aisle. Oh, by the way, fun story again. I'm all over the tits here. But yep, jizz on them. Last night, I'm driving uh, old LCK home. Yep. And we're, uh, we're stuck on, in traffic down here in this area. And there's a car. We have a green light. There's a car pulled to the side of the road. And there's just taking forever to get out. A driver gets out and opens the door. And I was like, there's a celebrity right here. Grant Hill. Ah, fun. Which was pretty fun because it was a green light, and I was like, this is, he's blocking foul. He's blocking us. Ah, there you go. Yeah, it that's was fun. Good. It was cute. He, he was a Sprite guy. Snapped a photo. Yeah, that's right. But the, the basketball players are fun because they're so huge. They're like gigantic avatars, so you can't miss them. Yeah, handsome guy, too. Ah, I can see that. But anyways, that was fun. He's so, over the hill. I'm waiting for the flight. I, I'm all bummed because I'm sitting in coach like an asshole. And I'm sitting there, and he, I saw a lady with like this big floppy hat, one of those like mm. beach hats. It's just all, it's like a 78 foot circumference. Yeah, yeah, it's circumcised. Like, what you, I guess you can't pack the hat. That's what somebody wrote to me on Instagram. Oh, interesting. But I'm like, can't you, pack a hat. Sounds like a lesson. Can't pack a hat. That's what they always say. You can't be packing a hat. Yeah, yep. But I'm like, what Much do you better. need a nine foot floppy on the plane? It's not a convertible, you dumb twat, but whatever. Floppy disk. But she's also got like the big heel. You know, see people you see traveling. They're in like a dress and like six inch heels. Yeah. And it's one of those heels with the thing that wraps all the way up here. You oh, know what I mean? Wow. Like a stringy wrap. Is this a stripper, or a hooker? Something's going. On. She's very showy. Obviously, she's a sexy showy. She had the big sunglasses. Yep. The huge floppy hat, and she's got a dress that's like a. Oh. <laughs> like a, a real low cut where a it like v. comes down to belly button. Love a V. So it's a lot of chest. 
and then the dress slit like all the way up oh, here. So when she steps, Lord. it's like that long leg with the with the the stringy heel. What is this, Diana Ross? This is unreal. Kooky. So I sit. I'm way back in 21D, and I'm like the first one back there because I have platinum status. So you uh. get on early, but I'm in the back. So I'm the first one back there. And then I see the lady coming up, and she's coming, coming, and coming, coming. I'm coming. Oh boy, yeah, yeah, me she too. She sits 20D, so she's one seat above, and the dress is like an Afghan type dress, mm, where it's I don't like know what that is. Is that an Afghanistan? No, like an Afghan, a blanket, Even a blanket see. with the holes in it. Oh, like a you know, poncho. An Afghan? No, like an Afghan. Isn't that a common term? Afghan, like it's a blanket that, but like it's sewed, like so it's like hole. You can put your fingers through the holes. Not the country. I see. Should I Google it? Yeah, but I want to see an Afghan. What the hell is an Afghan? I think it's Afghan. I mean, you might have some. That sounds very ethnic. Afghan Afghan blanket. Afghan blanket. Who wears a blanket? What is she, a Native American with smallpox? That's it. What What the the holes? That's a dress. I'm, I'm saying, well, this a, is an Afghan, but the dress is Afghan-like. Okay, it's okay. quilt and Afghan are the same things. <laughs> All right, quilt and northern. All right, fine. So anyways, it's a dress that's made of a quilt. Okay, it's wow. It's a quilt dress. Quilt dress. So she's in a quilty dress, and then she gets in front of it, and she's one of these people that doesn't just sit. She's got to, like, take out her shit uh, and her meds yeah. and put this up there and over there. Like, it's her office. But she's, like, right in front of me and bending down doing this, and I'm just, I'm not... Peeking or staring. I'm not a creep, Peter. No, no, no. Just a regular guy, and the TVs don't work yet because ah. we're boarded. So I'm just... You're observing. Just vision, the field of vision. Mm. And it was just like Seinfeld. I'm like, I'm not sure, but I think I see a nipple. Wow. And it, it was like a cleavage, but a braless, loose-dressed, hippie cleavage. Oh, boy. And I'm going... I'm looking at a pair of tits right here. Wow. I can see full, like, skin to nipple, areola, the whole thing. Wow. I'm going to say it was a good eight seconds of eight nipple. Eight seconds is an eternity. Eight seconds of nipple, and I'm trying not to be an a asshole and a creep. So I'm just, like, looking away over here, and then I'll glance back. Because, again, like, it's a nipple. You can't you can't stare. And it's not like I'm pulling the dress or looking right. under the thing. It's, just, it's right smack. Dab in front of my ass. So. And they're clanging and move because she's shuffling. Well, it's a tiny tit. It's ah. like a like a like it's like a no need for a bra, lady. I see an A A A minus. Yeah, A A. I love that. And so sure. I'm just looking right at it and nipple on a plane. Never seen it before. Probably will never see wow. it again. But it's quite a treat. And it wasn't even sexual. It wasn't like I was like getting a heart on it. It was just like a. How about that? <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a, it's enamoring. A lady, a lady nip on a plane. It's really something. And it, it, you think about it, the whole flight. Like, how about that? About an hour ago, I saw a tit in the wild. First class. Every time she went to go to the bathroom, I was like, I've seen your tits. Yes, look at that. It was quite a thrill. So uh, thank you to these these outfits out here, the braless Afghan dress tit women. God bless you. Thank you. See, that is something women will never have. If a guy is wearing short shorts and he gets a ball slip or even a, even like a, a shaft slip, they're like, hey, oh, yeah, hey, yeah. buddy, hey, buddy. But we're like, yeah, ah. it's like you tell your friend. I know. I was the only one out there. If, the, if my middle seat guy had arrived, I would have been like, I know, I know. I know. What do you think about that? You hope to not get a gay, but yeah. Yeah, so, you know, no offense. I don't want to be a crazy psycho uh, alchemist or what do you call it? Anarchist uh, or uh, some kind of ist. Yeah, you're racist. I don't know. <laughs> some Joe List. I don't know. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I saw a nice pink 
nipple right on the plane. So Delta, we love to fly, and it shows. Yeah, what uh, what age are we talking here? Because this ain't Virgin Airlines. What are you talking? <laughs> what, what? How old do you think this tit was? I'm gonna say 65, what? 67. No, I'm kidding. Oh, geez, I was like, this changed the whole story. I didn't late, know we had cocoon here. Late, late 20s, early 30s. Oh, uh, you know, perfect tit. I mean, good looking woman. <laughs> this is yeah. like this is a prime, you know, white. Nipply tit. Yeah, pure. I wonder what she feels first class day to me. I'm surprised she was back there with the dregs like you. Well, I think she was faking it. I feel like she uh, went out and she spent a hundred right. bucks on the thing. I mean, it's just goofy. Like you look goofy. Yeah. You're wearing like the the pointed heels with the wrap up yep, fucking yep. thing and a, a big dress with the slit and the big crazy hat and the glasses. It was just a lot. It's a lot. But uh nice nip. Never seen a nip before in the wild on a plane, so... Good for you. Nip on a plane. Great Samuel L. Jackson movie. I, uh, I'll i wrap it up with this, but that was a, that was a nice... That was refreshing. The nippy tail. Yeah, 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 there's a nip in the air, but... Uh, in the air. Yeah. I was uh, waiting with Sean Murphy at the train station, you know, and by the way, the train station at night is not a friendly place. I used to have a bit about it, how a cop came up to me once. In the Philly train station, goes... Keep your head on a swivel. Oh, and I, no, he said, be careful or something. I'm like, be careful. That's why you're here. Right. You be careful. Yeah, exactly. But uh, that was the bit. It never worked. But um, yeah, it's not great. I, I got it. But uh, so this lady, you know, kind of like a rednecky, like ball, what do you call it? A camo ball cap, you know, a lot of like uh, Eagles gear on. Uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I got she's it. sitting there on her phone, got the mask down here going, rah, 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 and this, this uh, black chick, probably like a, 25 30 year old black chick comes up and goes there you are don't try to hide from me i remember you you are a piece of shit you you had you accosted me in the bathroom and the lady's like don't harass me i'm on the phone quit harassing me she's like you're a karen you're a f- must suck to be a karen you racist you racist and me and sean are just like we're like five feet away from oh, this like God. and then the lady on the phone it's a weird black white thing it's like a racial tension obviously the lady on the phone is just going, you got to believe, you not believe what I just went through, blah, blah, blah. And you're like, who are you talking to? Who is on the other end of that? It's always a psycho on the other end, I assume. Right. Or they're going, oh, it's fucking Lucy again, you know. <laughs> but Lucy Gum. Yeah. But uh, it was a wild experience. Like, we saw a cell phone video <coughs> in the flesh, and you wonder what happened in that bathroom. Yeah, that's uh, that's that's creepy stuff. It's weird stuff. You always want to throw the camera on. Do you try to get a video, but then you're that guy, you know? I didn't want to be that guy. And it wasn't, there was no action. There wasn't a fight or a touch, but uh, it was like, quit harassing me. I'm on the phone, goddamn. This lady's yelling at me right now. She's like, you're a Karen. You're a Karen. I was like, isn't it weird to think about how many conflicts are going on right now? Oh, it's got to be yeah. like... Three million, like, fuck you, you piece of shit. It's oh, happening, like, right millions. now as we speak or as you listen. Just a ton of people going, fuck your mother. I mean, a manager, I an umpire, the whole thing. In a, in a, there's, a, there's a fist fight right now in an Afghan or something. I mean, it's happening. It's like somebody's banging a kid. And somebody's fucking an animal. It's all happening right now. Yeah, it's wild. Time. Fascinating. There's a zillion people out there, and they're all interacting. Look, there's a cop right there. 
Wherever there's a cop beating up a guy, yeah. look for me, man, I'll be there. All right. Well, we got we to gotta wrap this up, and I'm going to see you again tomorrow. We got some crazy stuff going on because you, got that right. I, you know, I don't want to reveal too much, but I'm going away to shoot a feature film. I'll just say that. You got that right. Shooting a nice, sexy feature. Mass shooting. And uh, it's very exciting. So we got to cram in like five episodes in six days. So just to warn you, the next few weeks are going to be a little kooky around here at Tuesdays with Stories. Yeah, we're going to do some real scheduling, so uh, you might see a lot of the same clothing. A lot of same clothing, a lot of stretching, a lot of weird shit, a lot of... Uh, maybe we'll take some questions or Ooh, something like that. That might be something. Yeah, let's take shrooms. Who we knows? Might, we might have to do something weird, fuck on camera, but we're going to get through it. We're going to make it work. We're like the mailman. Not rain or yes. sleet or cum. Yes, exactly. Shoot it right in my face and you'll get a bag So that's exciting. Package. I want to apologize to the folks in uh, Dallas. I had to cancel that weekend. And the live pod in Royersford ah, was yes. supposed to be tonight. I'm sorry. It's my fault. Oh, that's tonight. I yeah. got serious stuff going on here. And, uh, you know, duty calls, call of duty. Yeah, yeah. I feel like a chooch, but I got to put this thing first because this is my uh, big chance to ruin my life. So, <laughs> um, it's but exciting. It's a hell of a project, and uh, I'm excited for you. This it's, is, this is, it's an all-timer. It's very exciting. Exciting. It's very personal. It's a whole thing. So, but I am still a stand up comedian. Trust me. September 23rd, 24th, 25th, I'm coming to Philly, Helium. Oh, I haven't been there in three years what? now because of COVID. It's all this COVID. I had all these dates. Never heard of it. So it's been bumped back a year and a half, but now we're coming. Hopefully, everything stays hunky dory. Oh, boy. So, uh, September 23rd, 24th, 25th. Buy some tickets for the love of God. I rescheduled Fort Worth. That'll be in January now. Or I'm in Dallas in January. Fort Worth, I think, in March or something like that. It's Fort Worth the wait. Yeah. And uh, go hit uh, YouTube. Subscribe because I'm going to try to shoot something else in the winter, and it'll probably go on my YouTube. So I need some YouTube subscribers that keep coming up there. And while you're there, check out Mindful Metal Jacket and Joe and Ron on Talk Movies. Here, here. Nice stuff. Good, good lineup of things. I'm in uh, Appleton, Wisconsin, Arlington, Texas, wherever the hell that is. Improv at Brea in California. Love that place. Albany Funny Bone, West Palm Beach Improv in Florida. Comedy Connection and good old Prov. Madison, Wisconsin, Nashville, Zanies. That'll be fun. <laughs> Rochester, New York, Richmond Funny Bone, Portland Helium, Laugh Boston, and uh, Vancouver, House of Comedy. Ooh, I've never done that before. That'll be interesting. Howlin' Wolf in New Orleans, Royal Oak in Michigan, and the Buckhead Theater in Atlanta. A lot of fun stuff. Check out We Might Be Drunk. Check out our Net our YouTube specials. Check out my uh, Netflix. And our Netflix out. specials. Yeah, I'll, I'll be out in November, so, so will the Netflix. And, uh, yeah. Keep it rolling. Get on the Patreon. Bye. We got some new shirts popping. That's a nice quick turnaround, right? Pretty quick. Great turnaround. Love Beautiful a turnaround. turnaround. Yeah, hell of a turn. God, I can't wait. Well, we'll see what happens. I'm going dark. Well, dark is good. Well, the dark we'll see. Me. Dark Norman. But uh, yeah, thank you. Cat says bye. He's really twitching like a like a weird ketamine head. His head's upside down like fucking the exorcist. Yeah, he's a nut. And uh, we'll see y'all in hell. Praise Allah. Thank you. 